What's good, Bulls Nation? Welcome to the first ever podcast of the Whole Lot of Bulls Pod. My name's Troy. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Troy. You can follow the pod at Whole Lot of Bull. Uh, first, guys, I want to give you an introduction to who I am uh, as a Bulls fan. Uh, so, as most of you already know, I live down in Australia. Uh, currently, I'm thirty, just turned thirty-seven years old last week. Uh, so, so first started got following the Bulls back in 1994 uh, when I was about eight years old and first got into basketball. Uh, the reason why I became a Bulls fan probably because back then in um, when I was living in Perth, there was only three different. You don't see a, you wouldn't see much stuff getting around with um, NBA logos and all that sort of gear. So all I really saw back then was like the the Bulls logo, the LA Lakers, and the Charlotte Hornets. And basically, my reason for end up following the Bulls is because I like the Bulls logo better than the Hornets and the Lakers. Uh, so then growing up with the Bulls, what I saw first, uh, the first game I actually ever got to see with the Bulls was uh, the 95-96 season. Um, it was a, a game against the Houston Rockets uh, at the at the UC. Uh, Michael, I believe, dropped a good 38 points in that game and got to see a few other games over the couple over the following couple of years, mostly in uh, Michael's last season in 98, the sixth uh, six championship. And then, obviously, after Michael retired down here in Australia, Chicago wasn't really relevant because over here you don't really see teams that were had the superstar players that were the good team. So, you know, after Michael retired, it was like, Shaq, Shaq, Kobe, and the Lakers. Uh, you see Vince Carter and the Raptors. Uh, when LeBron came along, it was him and Cleveland, etc., etc. So didn't get to see much Bulls basketball after Michael retired. And then basically, once uh, Derek was drafted, that's when the Bulls became relevant again. Um, and slowly but surely, you started to see more and more Bulls basketball on TV over here at ESPN. Uh, whatever was on the pay TV. And then come the 2016-2017 season, my partner uh, can actually convinced me to get League Pass so I can actually watch every single Bulls game. And I'm, I've barely missed any games since. I've pro- I've, I could probably almost count on one how many, how many games I've missed on one hand. So luckily, the beauty of League Pass, you see every game. And with me, with watching Bulls games, it's all about... I, I don't get to see the games until later at night for at my time. So it's down here in Australia, Bulls games, or in Adelaide. Bulls games, if they start at 7 p.m. Chicago time, they are generally starting at about 11, 11.30 here in Adelaide. Uh, so and that's during like smack bang in the middle of the workday. I don't get to see the Bulls games live very often. Like maybe on weekends if I'm lucky. Even then, I'm still busy with kids, kids sports, the trainings, etc. Uh, so yeah, don't get to see much many games live. So I'm always watching the games later on that day. And when I do, like when the ball, when it is Bulls game day, I generally tend to stay off of. Uh, all the social medias and all that sort of stuff. So that's pretty much 
pretty much all I'll say at the moment about my Bulls fandom as an introduction to who I am as a Bulls fan. So let's get into a couple of topics. Uh, first one being Derek Rose returning to Chicago. Now, as a Bulls fan, my heart absolutely love this possibility of Derek coming back to the Bulls, but only if it actually makes logical basketball sense. Don't want Derek coming back on some sort of, you know, nostalgic reason. It's only to sell tickets and sell merchandise and make Papa Jerry some more money. Um, only wanting coming back if it actually makes on-court basketball sense. He can be and like and he's on a cheap enough contract, like call it a, min- a veterans minimum, like. I believe Goran Dragic last year got the veterans minimum at about $2.2 million or something like that. If that's what we can get Derek for and say, I would assume he's not coming back, I'm all for it. Let's bring Derek home, have his possibly his last playing season back home with the Bulls, but only if it makes good sense. Um, Worst case scenario, hey, Derek does what Luau Dang and Joe Kim Noah did. They signed the one-day contract and and officially retired as a Chicago Bull. But hey, it'd be awesome to see Derek close that that chapter in his life and actually finish out his playing days with the Bulls. Um, Don't think I have much more outside of that at this point. So another thing of... A couple other things I've seen today. One of them is... There's talks about executives around the NBA don't expect Zach Levine to see out his the rest of his contract with the Bulls. Now, let's be honest, you can you can say that about any player in the NBA. You don't. There's not many players who see out their contracts. We've seen Kevin Durant move. We've seen James Harden move multiple times. Kyrie Irving. Like, there's not many players in the NBA these days who see out their entire the entirety of their contract with one team. It they move teams all the all the time now. So the, poss- the of course there is a possibility of Zach not seeing out his contract in Chicago. Now I would love to see Zach stay in Chicago. Hey, with those rumors that are from coming out from Portland that they might be looking to move the number three pick. If Scoot Henderson is still on the board because Charlotte has taken Brandon Miller at, at number two, and if Portland wants to dangle the number three for Zach Levine, hey, see if we can work out a deal because you hit the reset button on on what this team is. You get a guy like Scoot. Yeah, sorry, Zach, but I love, I love Zach. He's my favorite player on this team. But for the betterment of the future of this team, if you can get a guy like Scoot Henderson, you'd do it. Even if that means giving up your best player in Zach Levine, some say Demar Derozan is the best player, but let, let's be honest, Zach is the best player. He had the best season last year, and he's a max contract player. And I've said before, he's a franchise level player now, not at the level of the Kevin Durant's and the LeBron James, those types of guys. But Zach is a max level franchise player. The other news I saw come out today was um, apparently the Bulls privately don't expect Lonzo Ball to ever play basketball again. Now, based on the fact that he's had this knee injury, he's had the well, he's had three surgeries now. 
He's the latest one being the, um, it was the cartilage transplant. And we've only seen, what, two guys in the NBA ever have that operation. Didn't exactly go well for them. I can't remember exactly. I believe one was Festus Azili. And if I'm not mistaken, you guys can tell me. Otherwise, you guys can correct me if, you, if I'm wrong. The other one was Jason Richardson. And Festus Azili never returned to the NBA. And Jason Richardson, I believe, did return to the NBA. But he was never the same player ever again. And we already know that with Lonzo Ball, he's not a fast healer as it is. This surgery has already taken, well, it can take 18 to 24 months to recover from. That's basically the rest of Lonzo's contract. Um, so the, the fact that the Bulls privately don't expect Lonzo to return, well, duh. What would you expect? Like Lonzo, we already know he's got a history of injuries He's had three operations on this knee already, just in his time with the Bulls. And this is an injury that, well, this is a surgery that players don't tend to return from. So, hey, at the end of the day, I just hope Lonzo can actually return to live a normal life. Forget basketball, Lonzo. It's not It's not worth it. Let's, I just sincerely hope he actually can return to normal life walk upstairs for one and be able to run around with his kids and live a normal life so Lonzo I know you're never going to hear this mate but hey best of luck in your recovery I would love to see you come back but if you don't and you can never play basketball again hey that's totally fine dude go live and I just hope you live a normal life now the last thing and probably the biggest thing that I want to get to, uh, Scotty Pippen was on Stacey King's Give Me the Hot Sauce, Hot Sauce podcast the other day. Uh, Scotty, man, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, I grew up seeing the 90s Bulls. I love Scotty Pippen. He was my second favorite player with the Bulls behind Michael. And even after they both retired, it always seems like Michael and Scotty were always friends. And then Michael releases The Last Dance. And one thing Michael constantly did, while yes, he had his criticisms of every single player, including Scotty, Michael always always gave Scotty his flowers, always said he couldn't win without Scotty. And by the end of it, he says, you cannot say Michael Jordan without saying Scottie Pippen. So the fact that Scottie is so bitter at Michael, like, clearly something's going on, other things are going on in Scottie's life. Like, he lost his son Anton a a year ago, or maybe more. Um, He's lost his marriage with Larsa, and now... You know, she's hooked up with Michael's son, Marcus. But for Scotty to be so bitter about how things are, or how things apparently were with the Bulls, like, Scotty, if you were that miserable, if Michael was that horrible a teammate, why didn't you, why didn't you absolutely leave? Like, yeah, you, you had that, you signed that contract because you wanted security, even though Jerry Reinsdorf was telling you not to sign that contract. But you signed it, you want you had a hissy fit 
and you want you demanded a trade. Uh, that was that incident in 1994 when Phil Jackson grew up the drew up the last play for Tony Kukoc and not you. So you chuck the shits, sit out. Tony hits the game winning shot, and you go on about how Phil and Michael were selfish. Well, Scotty, who was the selfish one? Like. We all knew how great you are. No one's ever said you're not great. But the fact that Scotty has done these sort of things and now he's blaming MJ and Phil and their egos for the breakup of the team. Like, in my in my opinion, like, we all know that Jerry Krause is the reason this team broke up. He told Phil Jackson, you could go 82-0. You're not coming back. Like, no matter what, this that team was ending because Jerry Krause wanted to prove that he could win without Michael. And then Scotty goes on to contradict himself, in my opinion, that he says, you know, Michael isn't the reason they won. It's a team game. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it is a team game. And you had to put the right pieces around Michael to win. Scotty, you were one of those. And you were you're one of the greatest players of all time. But then you also turn around and say that had Michael not retired and gone and chase, as Stacey King likes to say, goes and chase curveballs, that you would that the Bulls would have won the '94 and '95 championships and not Houston. And hey, yeah, you're probably right. The Bulls do win those titles. But for Scotty to say, like, yeah, Scotty's just completely contradicted himself, and then. He turns around and he, he mentioned in that podcast how after the 98 season, even if the team, even if Phil Jackson was coming back, even if Michael was coming back, he was gone. His mind was made up. He was out of Chicago. He was done. But he also turns around and says, oh, had we had the opportunity to stay together, we would have won the championship in 1999 as well. So Scotty's has contradicted himself twice in that podcast. And Scotty in that throughout the, the duration of the podcast did say some things were true. We know Michael was a dick. He but Michael was a dick because he wanted the best for his teammates. He wanted his teammates to win. He and he wanted you to live up to a certain standard or play to a certain standard to win a championship. And as Michael said in that in the last dance you don't want to play that way, don't, leave, you don't need you, so if everyone wants to, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, with the way Scotty's been over these last few years, it's just like, it is a really sad situation, and then <laughs> one thing I've, that I did find out about Scotty that I didn't know, obviously we've, we've all known now how he's created his own, I think it's bourbon, or scotch, or whatever it is, he's got the digits, but then he comes out, um, says how he's got his cannabis business, and one of the product is called Fadeaway. That's a very interesting name for a cannabis, considering that uh, his former teammate and now the guy he hates bitterly, uh, Michael Jordan, his signature move in the later stage of his career was the Fadeaway jump shot. But hey, Scotty, whatever rocks your boat, mate. Um. I don't know if there's too much more I'm going to go into at the moment. Um, obviously, I've 
gone through a few things already, done a bit quick introduction to myself. Um, talked about Derek Rose, Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball, and this Scotty Pippen interview with Stacey King. Um, but I just want to end this with a couple of shout outs to people that give me the inspiration to start a podcast. Um, the first one I'm going to shout out is Matt Peck at CHGO. Matt, you were the very first person I listened to in the podcast when I started listening to podcasts uh, with you and Jordan Malley at uh, Locked On Bulls. Um, and then started listening to other guys like Balum, well, Bow on Bulls with uh, Big Dave Watson. I hope I, I hope I did the Bow good for you, Dave. But uh, yeah, not not great at pronouncing that one. But I hope I hope I did that one all right. Uh, Matt and Neil at Sea Red UK. They gave me my podcast debut last year. Um, so. Seeing a, a another group of international fans launching their own podcasts, like you guys are a massive inspiration for me to start a whole lot of balls. Um, I know you guys have been encouraging me and uh, peer pressuring me into doing this with with love, of course. So no, massive shout out to you guys, uh, Mark K. In Melbourne, who I got to meet back in January, uh, also of the CHU podcast. Um, it was great to meet Mark uh, over in Melbourne. I was there for my kids' basketball tournaments. So another another Australian who's talking about the Bulls. Mate, you were a big inspiration for me to start this. Uh, big Dave, I already mentioned, with the Battle on Bulls and CHGO and Locked on Bulls when you were on that with Matt. Sea uh, Red Fred, uh, Freddy boy, love you, dude. You say some crazy shit, but you and Doug, there's great chemistry there. Um, so thank you to you guys as well. Uh, Pat the designer, uh, what I didn't get to know you until you joined Locked On Balls with Hayes, and massive shout out to to Hayes as well. Um, Hayes, you've been an incredible support towards me as I've started talking about launching my own podcast. Um, the the chemistry that you and Pat have together, you guys have me cracking up every single day. I'm listening to you guys like literally. I've almost crushed my car laughing so hard at you guys. But the latest one being the um the potential lines of when Grady Dick uh, gets drafted into the league. And who knows, Pat, maybe you might pull out the whole uh, Dick penetrates the defense and uh, punishes the rim or something like that. The stuff that you guys were coming out with in in that pod, uh, you guys have me cracking up all the time. Um, There's a few other guys to shout out. I can't name them all. But everyone I listen to, like every single day while I'm, I'm at work, you guys keep me company while I'm doing my job every single day. Everyone has been an absolute inspiration for me to start my own podcast. Um, please bear with me as I do start on this on this journey. Like I'm sure I sound nervous as hell during this podcast. 
I've never done anything like this before. Um, please excuse the lack of intro music or outro or anything like that. I'm getting used to how to to do all this. Uh, so a huge shout out or oh, thank you to everyone who has supported me, who I interact with on Twitter. Uh, Derek, Young Jordan, Melissa, Justin, like you guys, you know, especially Derek, you've been a uh, huge supporter of me as well. Um, and basically, thank you to everyone in Bulls Nation for welcoming in, welcoming me into the Bulls Nation on Twitter over the last couple of years. You guys are absolutely the best. Um, so I might call it at, at that for now. So to thank you to everyone for listening in. Um, hopefully you can find this on all your podcasting platforms, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, all the good stuff. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this first ever episode. Um, I'm hopefully I'll get better with this over time. But uh, so again, you can um, follow me on Twitter at bulls underscore troy, and you can follow the pod itself at whole lot of bull. Uh, so until next time, bulls fans, see you red, go bulls.